Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Passages away in flight 0 h That's flight 0 h Please approach the gate. Your flight is now ready for boarding. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you listening to the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yah, and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have one. So so we've been listening. To, we've been vibing. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hey everybody. Lovely listeners. Hey hey hey. Welcome to your weekly dose of out of home. Nice. Um, Kieran is going to introduce the podcast properly because only he can introduce it. I feel like you've just done it. <laughs> uh, we were just having a small chat. But before we started recording, Kwame wanted to mock... Over here in Amsterdam, by the way. Shout, 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 shout to you, Kieran in London. Shout Wanted to mock the sound system that was on display. Because yeah. you hadn't actually heard it up until that point. No, it was just quite, ob- quite large and obtuse, yeah. Is it the so old one that you had? It's a Marshall. It's a new Marshall. Okay. To Black Friday. Okay. Coming through a 43% discount nice. on the thing. And what did you call it? I said, I said, oh, have you got um, a DAB radio? <laughs> I said DAB radio. Yeah. Well, you might as well, I might as well have Freeview as well, fam. From if it works, isn't it, fam? Hey, don't knock, don't anyway, knock Freeview, fa- man. Don't knock Freeview. That changed Freeview a lot of people's lives. Listen, <laughs> BBC Free on Freeview got me through everything, fam. <laughs> everything. DAB. What's that? Absolutely. Yeah, Digi- so digital like digital audio broadcasting. Yeah, of course he knows, isn't it? The Boston Bloodhound scores again, six and zero. These guys are just—they've called me a bloodhound because I know things. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Well, Kwame, provide your rationale. <laughs> because uh, there was rumors that my mic may or may have not been off, and Kieran, all the, all the way from London, could um, could hear that it wasn't working but then he said a bloodhound isn't a bloodhound because of its ears it's a bloodhound because it can smell and then I was like but they have big ears and then we start speaking about moles and yeah like Kieran just like knows a lot of stuff so I actually called him a personable rain man <laughs> which hopefully makes sense to anyone <laughs> I, 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 I like that a lot actually oh, um, <laughs> but yeah rain man Kieran I, I have a question for you big man uh, what question would you like to ask me man same question I ask every week, my friend. <laughs> what are we listening to? If you tuned in today, you're listening to the sounds of Kieran, Yaf and Kwame. Shout out to Stephen, who isn't with us today. But this is the Out of Home Podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people who are sharing our own. We're across two buildings today. I'm repping at Plus 4-4 in London. Kwame and Yaf are over there. Plus 3-1, Amsterdam. And... Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back on the sofa. I'm back on the mics. I'm back on the airways. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's quickly <laughs> no, 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 no. address the elephant in the room that has been lying in. Shout out to Dumbo. We? Shout out to Dumbo. So, um, <laughs> yes, as you know, we are four award-winning uh, podcasters, but four, not award-winning yet, but le- legendary pattern joke men, right? Legendary, right? Like, explain the time. So, uh, if, if you're patterned, it means that in 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 some form or manner, you're quite. Let me say this: you're 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 you're, you're quite you're, you you are quite you are quite like put together, mm. or or yeah, you're you're what's the word I'm looking for? Resourceful in in a field. So I could be like, oh yeah, like where are we going? No, no, don't don't worry about my, my man. He um he's got us patterned. It could be with seating or flights or combination, whatever. So when you say pattern, it means that you're you're, you're shit together. yeah, you put shit together. But then we have an oxymoron because we are joke men. <laughs> Even though we are successful podcasters, there's some things that we still haven't grasped. Like how to set like up. communication, <laughs> communication, and then also yeah. The, so last week, uh, the, the three of us were, were, were in um, Amsterdam, and then Yaf was saying, you know, 
Yeah, Key, because originally I'm going to open it up, really open it up. Cool. Originally, we were supposed to have a guest. And as you know, listener, we're, we're over Zoom and in person, very different. Yeah. So we thought, if we have a guest, which makes it a fourth speaker, then Kieran can, here like, then, yeah, here in Amsterdam and Kieran in London over Zoom, then it will make sense, not obviously of preference, but just for the vibe, for Kieran to sit this one out. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to do so. Obviously, I love the pod, but if, the, if, you, if you man got a guest, then I'll, I'll do my thing and I'll, I'll hold it down over here and I'll wait for the audio to come back. But then the guest, we weren't able to align with the guest, but maybe in the future who knows who knows um and so it ended up being the three of us so myself Stephen Yaffin and um Kieran and um, Stephen me and Yaffin Amsterdam yes wow, <laughs> anyway Stephen Stephen Yaffin myself in Amsterdam so then in our heads and shout out to Yaff because he's been like a running point on a lot of communications recently about like episodes and whatnot in our in our heads because it took me and Yaff quite a while to, to to reconfigure the audio, which we've done for a long time. But some we essentially didn't want to bother Kieran. Yes. Oh, which we thought on his night off. On his night off. So, and after, like, Yaf was, Yaf was adamant with me. I was like, no, nah, I'm embarrassed. No, nah, brother, we'll get it right. Eventually, we'll get it right. It was my pride taking over me, right? And when we say setup, we're talking about... The Mac Everything and the mixers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... Somewhat of a substantial way. So, and then, um, I think... <laughs> Stephen like makes a reference, like, haha, like yeah, where, 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 where do you call it? Like finally recording. And so Kieran's like, oh yeah, you know, you man, like, t -t tell me when you're ready. And we're like, ready? <laughs> like big man, like. No, no, no. He said, let me know when you're setting up. Yeah, yeah. And so we 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 interpret that as like, Kieran knows we're joke men. He's not gonna record today, but yes. he'll give us a hand. Yeah, setting up if he has to, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, he was, he was, he was ready at home. He had sacrificed an evening out with loved ones and friends and work colleagues in London when it wasn't minus one degrees. He was ready to record. He put, he, he put his plans aside for a night with the mandem, and the mandem were. Just, and then it just, it just so has it that on the recording. That, that the Kieran was due to edit, obviously after being like shafted, I said, Kieran's having a lying on this. <laughs> and a lying where basically just like be like, you know what? I'm sacking it off. I'm tired. I'm gonna have a lying. Like, oh you like, oh like, where's you have to come to work today? No, no, he's having a lying. He's taking it easy, isn't he? He's taking it easy. Do you know what's funny about that? I know we're, we're dwelling on this, but we'll we'll move on shortly. As soon as you said it. I said, Kieran's not going to lie. <laughs> but then you throw the context on top that he was actually ready to record. Yes, yes. But, <laughs> but don't forget, don't forget, last point. Kieran is our audio master. So he's now been, so he's now been told that, he, that this episode, he's been like, would kick to the curb. Episode one, Get your ass out of here, boy. And then after, then, then, and then, if it isn't worse, I'm like, hi, sir, audio's finished. Would you mind e um, editing it, please? The, the one that you weren't invited to. Oh, my God. So then he, so then after, so then after, like, imagine this. So he's like, oh, whatever. So that he's he's like, listen to the first two minutes. Then he hears me pipe up. Oh, Kira's having a lying, isn't he? <laughs> Bruv. <laughs> no, no. Do you know what's so funny? I was, I sat here. I was like, all right, cool. Got home because I was out. I was at my office. I said, let me get back home on time. Got home, made myself a quick dinner. And then um, set up in it. Because, well, I know you must have like quickly... Chopped up them onions quick, <laughs> made sure that the food was patterned quickly. And, 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 it didn't this, take your time. and this man could take time when he cooks. So he, he yeah, I enjoy, cook I enjoy cooking. Young... I enjoy cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a quick, it was a quick slapdash meal. And then um, I sat down and put, like, I put my setup together. I was just sitting there. I was like, all right, cool. I send a text message. And then the, when you lot said, "Yo, we've been recording for seventeen minutes," I was like, ah. <laughs> That's a precise number. Well. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Man was just sitting there, like, okay, what do I, what do I do then? Like a Wally. <laughs> and then, it was so funny because I was like, literally, as soon as, as soon as I thought, I was like, I'm gonna have to sit here, wait for these men to finish the recording, and then get the audio because it's Wednesday. <laughs> Oh yeah, you had you had no day to rest. Wednesday night. Wednesday. I would have been so. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, cool. I haven't. I wasn't part of the recording, so let me at least just like listen through to it properly and edit whilst I'm doing it. And I get to like three minutes in, and Kwame's telling the world that I'm having a lion. <laughs> 
I was like, this man's got a nerve. No, but it was it's so funny. It was, yeah, it was it a was, miscommunication. Because yeah. like, the funny thing yeah, is that sure. day, um, I hollered Stephen and I spoke, yeah. I spoke oh. to him. I spoke to him. I, he was like, oh, you're recording today. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to record, isn't it? Uh, I just have to get home and I'll, 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 I'll set up and stuff. So I'm just like literally waiting for you lot to send me the link. And then obviously from the time... I've spoken to Stephen and the time that you guys have got to his house, he's forgotten we've had a conversation all together. Because when he messaged, like, he messaged me, in fact, he called me after, he's like, bro, I'm so sorry. I, I literally forgot we even had a conversation. I was like, big man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's him. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm back, man. I'm back. Shout, I'm back. shout out to Stephen. He's not having a line. He's no, not he's, not, he's, not, he's not. He's not well. And we wish him the best in his recovery. But, um... Let's kick this off how we usually kick this off, man. Um, with a lovely question. I like what you guys did last week, actually, providing context to what, what we talk about. Stephen giving us, like, the references to what, you know, some of our listeners might not have been on the journey to find out about and giving them context behind everything. So, yeah, um, start with what made you smile, a leveller, uh, a question that we asked to figure out what everyone's been up to in the last week. It's a beautiful moment, and I'm going to ask Yaf, what's made you smile this week, bro? Oh, man. You know, sometimes I just have a, <laughs> have a think about life and, um, you know, just think about how blessed I am. Uh, I think one of the things that has made me smile the most, what is it saying, Monday, is on Friday, I was at my... So I was at my beloved girlfriend's house. I'm still here. Um, and we woke up on Friday, and I had a, quite a busy day with work, but I said, like, do you need help with anything? Because this was the evening where she was planning to host and cook for friends. It's the first time ever in her place. And um, if anyone <laughs> Kwame's looking my, at you like, bruh, the first time. I'm sure I've had food whilst I'm here. Am I not classified I, I, as a yeah, friend? I've, I've been hosted and had food. <laughs> Am I not a friend? But Oh, but in her eyes, it wasn't like... A dinner, like you know, Abby's like serious in it. So this is like, no, no, this is like a little snack I put it together rather than I'm making a meal. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. Thank you for catching that. Face. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, fast forward, she like we both go about our day. We both work. I've helped her with a few things to like make the day, the evening a success. Because I know that my girlfriend is really putting in work to impress. And when I say impress, not anyone else but herself. I love that. I don't know if anyone here has maybe, like, women in their family or people listening if your partners are the same, but my girlfriend's just one of those people who just enjoys outdoing herself when it comes to hosting and doing things Amazing. Like so, so we, she, she cooked up a bad boy meal. Um, Sade came through. Is, uh, what, what, what country did that originate from? Oh, there was so The, many the bad boy meal. There was yellow rice. Nice. There was some steamed veggies, which is, like... Inspired by Senegalese oh, yeah. cuisine. She's really into that, isn't she? she loves it. Yeah, loves don't, the game. Don't, don't. Some chicken, some fish for me. I'm a pescatarian, lovely listeners, in case you never knew. <laughs> I eat fish. Been on the journey for nine years now. Really? Absolutely amazing. Yes. Have you ever... Sorry, I know people do this a lot. You ever do like, you miss me? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, Trevor. <laughs> so, have, you ever, have, you, have you ever been lured into a, into a false sense of fishhood? Where you have like bitten—it's not a word, but we're there. Where like you've been bitten something. Someone's like, "Oh, sorry, that's that's actually n not got fish in it, and it's had had a, a bag of meat in it." Have you been have you been lied to, or had the had had the, had the wall, the wall, the rug? Um, wool pulled no, over your eyes, though. rug pulled from your feet. There we go. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> or the rug pulled from underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. KFC have got like a vegan range now, and which it's, is it's quite close. It's heard. extremely close. Really? Yeah, yeah. So much so that I've I've had something and I've asked like, "Yo, are you sure this is?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that before where the vegan option is so good that yeah. you have to question yeah, yeah. whether this is real. Or, or sometimes, especially in the Caribbean community, which I've seen, sometimes fish can be cooked in such a way you're like, "No, nah, big man, this is chicken." Oh, <laughs> it's just, it's just tuna steak. Yeah, yeah, this is chicken. So nah, succulent. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the texture is so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no problem. So that 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 dinner also sat, and I know you're probably everyone's bored of us talking about the World Cup. We're not going to talk about the World Cup today. 
apart from now. Um, <laughs> that sat on the same day as the Netherlands versus Argentina. Which was one hell of a game. On a Friday night, right? Oh, one hell of a game. my goodness. It had everything. It had drama. It had 17 yellow cards. A World Cup record in a, in a, in a knockout tie. There were goals. There was one of the greatest players of all time, Lionel Messi, just doing his thing. Incredible game. Um, unfortunately, the result didn't go the way of the Netherlands. You know, happens in football. But what I will say is watching football with your partner and one of her best friends <laughs> and then commentating on how this game is turning out. Who don't watch football. Who don't watch football. Apart yeah. from watching the football right now. It's I love that. Absolutely. Hey, talk us, so talk us through some of it. Bro, she, she was saying that there needs to be an inquest from the Dutch government about the, the referee's decision-making. I don't think it was that bad. I, like, I don't think it works that yeah, yeah. But fine. Um, she, was, she was giving tactical advice. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. But, like, yeah. I, not, not football, but... I, 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 sorry. I do that a lot. With <laughs> I'm a huge... I'm a huge... I'm a huge... What do you call it? Like, the Rafael Nadal fan. And when he fucks up, I'm like, Rafa, down the line, obviously. Exactly. Why? Come on, Rafa. I would do that. Done, yeah, yeah, yeah. You man chatting to these players. Yes. Players like you coached for 50 years in that. <laughs> Bare experience. So, so, so just like having them there and obviously David was there as well. And then we linked up on the weekend to watch England play. So, you know what? Results haven't necessarily gone oh, wait, yeah. everyone's way, but it's just been like football connecting, bringing people together, fun moments. Like, I'm never going to forget that moment when the Netherlands equalised in the last kick of the game against Argentina, what I was doing, because I was surrounded by people I love. So That's nice. Sick moment. Christmas is near. I feel like I'm getting closer to my break off from work. Happy fucking days. Um, Mr. Kwame. What made me smile? Uh, I had one this week. Like, I was somewhere, and I was like, yeah, I, I, have, I have something for the podcast, which I, I'm going to relay on the time we record. It. But obviously, I left it. Like, I didn't deposit. I didn't deposit. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe Kira could go, and I could think of something. But at the moment, I, I, um, I can't think of that something. I thought you was lining it up. Yeah, bro, I, I lined it, but it's nowhere to be found right I now. I hear that. Bro, you were literally teeing up your, what made you smile? I thought you was about to go in. No, I'm telling you, I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I'll, I'll get two minutes. Hopefully, I'll get two minutes. That's Go funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> well, seeing as I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't present last week. I can, <laughs> I can share with you a couple of things that made me smile from the previous week. Um, the first one was being an SA on a on a film production. An SA stands for supporting actor. Basically, a stand-in or extra, <laughs> but it was for um, my brethren Abby. Uh, she's shooting. Well, she shot her first short film called Bad Indian, which is uh, a film about her villain origin story, set in Croydon at at Tiger Tiger, which is awesome. Where all <laughs> all villain origin stories <laughs> should start. <laughs> Tiger Tiger. I've been, there, I've, been there, I've been there a few times. Tiger Tiger, if you don't know, is a, 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 a well-renowned club night or club bar from, I guess, the early 2000s. Is it still around? No, you, you, is it still you, around? You can say early 90s. Early I mean, 90s. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's still around, but there, there was one in Croydon which was, like, prolific. Famous. Was famous. Yeah. During famous. A, 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 certain t a certain time frame. And yeah, I was I was there as like <laughs> one of the guys in the club who um, tries not tries to move to, but like looks quite mysterious um, to the, it, the lead it? actress. But it was just okay. funny. It was it was just bare funny. Um, had to do some like make believe dancing. Um, it's really interesting being on the set. She had to like make the room feel like it it was a packed club, and there was about ten extras. But when you look at it on screen, you're like, wow, this is crazy. So that was that was fun. That made me smile. Um, what else? I had a couple of things, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I linked up with a friend of mine. Well, a, a friend of a friend. His name's Dami uh, Oladapo, who is the creator of House Captain, which is a uh, platform 
which he's now put together. Uh, he's created his first his first zine, yeah, zine, and also his first film. And we were just chatting. We we decided to link up because <clears throat> we are in similar fields, kind of doing the same sort of things. Uh, entrepreneurs that want to like do better for themselves outside of work as well. And it was just a really interesting conversation to have. You know, you know when you're like you you link with someone and you're like, oh, like we're on a similar sort of wave wavelength and he said something really interesting to me um he was saying how as humans we should have an athlete's mindset and what he meant oh i love that yeah i love that (laughs) yeah and and as and what he was trying to say was basically uh he used me as an example saying how look when i played football and stuff like you um every day you, you you're working towards competition you're working towards like performance or or to a match but like as a human being when you're not doing those things every day you should just look at it as a competition with yourself which is like a really cool thing to just like keep in your mind and um allow yourself to like hit targets or or goals or aspirations that you have so that was really cool um sitting down and watching england i mean it wasn't well, as you said, uh, the the result that we wanted, but I was really happy for like the players and how far they've got and how well they've done and how like they've carried themselves throughout the throughout the World Cup. And yeah, man, that's that's it, man. Just like linking up with people, um, having good conversations, and yeah, feeling good. Christmas is around the corner, even though it doesn't feel like Christmas at all. But Kwame. Have you thought of what made you smile? Uh, no. no. It's, it's not coming. It's not coming. <laughs> but um, no, I, well, I think it made me smile. I was just like linking up with people, like connections, like Christmas and the New Year. I mean, yeah, Christmas holidays. So at work, they, we had our Christmas our celebration, whatever, mm-hmm. and the team from Paris came over. Christmas do. Christmas do, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I never understood the do. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas do. Christmas do. Yeah, I don't know. Just a do. Yeah, just a do. So that was nice. We went to the Canary Club in uh in at the back of in Amsterdam at the back of a place called Food Holland. Not great, but good vibes. Okay. Um, the World Cup Sorry on, on a s- Saturday. That was a uh, no, no, no. We, they've been giving a brief. It was fine. Um, no, uh, and then Saturday watching the World Cup. That was nice as well. Um, yeah, with all the mandem inside. And just like I was saying to you before, like uh, just another reminder that I think the World Cup. I've heard a lot of like great stories. It just it just made me hark back to some of the ra- random random times and days we we had in a, in a Cameroon in January, innit? You understand? So yeah, just yeah, like yeah. also being blessed and grateful for that experience. And and then I was looking at some other stuff and I saw like Barcelona and I was like, yeah, but we actually lived and and like the 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 this week me and me have been making it a thing to uh, to actually like. Look, we'll speak a lot about speak a lot about like Gina in a in a in a glowing sense and how she was. That's a, a, a um, our, our dearly beloved dog that passed away earlier this year. And I also think we're no, we started looking at other breeds and oh yeah, because we're looking to have a dog sometime next year. So really, yeah. nice, yeah. nice, nice. Oh, what, a new, new, newbie. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. No, but like at least one year old. So okay. sort of like so so so, so the potty trainer stuff. Are you gonna, yeah, are you trying to get? Little, sorry, are you trying go. to get a a, a rescue? Yeah, that would be would be ideal. Actually. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So just just yeah, just just blinking up with people and looking forward to the future and having some more energy around the house. That's a very oh wow. Hello, Taisha Khaleda. Oh, the Telfair. My girlfriend has walked into the building, rocking her Telfizi. Yes. Say hi, Abby. Hey, Abby. She says hi back. Yes, she does. And um, yeah, that's and I guess we're gonna. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Because that's your favorite word now, isn't it? Do. Um, <laughs> do you, do you want to um, tip off? Sure thing. Um, so a lot's been happening in the last seven days. Uh, I was... I mean, we spoke about Christmas is near. We're in the month of December. Uh, for those of you that have Instagram, Twitter, any relevant social media platform, TikTok... <clears throat> You would have seen Snapchat. That, don't forget Snapchat. Snapchat, all, all, all of that good stuff. You would have seen that in December, particularly around Christmas time, 
there's a certain destination that people like to go to. Uh, where's excellent. that? Where's that? Excellent approach play, Harry Kane. I like this. Where, where's that? I like this a lot. Thank you very much. Uh, Kwame, where is this foreign land that I refer to? Uh, it's like um, a, a, a piece of magic, almost like a gold coast, if you will, some would Ooh. say. And it's um, it's uh, it's the, the pearl of West Africa, some would say. And, and, and the capital is Accra. And a lot of people have... Um, I think they call it a Detti December. And a lot of people on the on the weekend were hoping to be whizzed by by some sort of kid. <laughs> <laughs> and that did not happen. That did not happen. Oh wow, that was that was promises crazy. were made and they were broken. Exactly. Oh wow. Wow. Oh, Kieran. wow. Nice. <laughs> All right, enough of the intro. Um so uh we came across this story, I think, just last night. Uh, I have to give credit to my girlfriend who's just walked in the building who sent it to me and alerted me to this thing happening. Um, but it basically turns out that there was a festival that was due to take part yesterday. Take place in Accra, yeah. On Saturday night, Saturday night, yeah. On Saturday night, um, with big A-listers being booked. Um, but then it came to the forefront of uh, social media that these people did not come and perform. Um, I think the frustration amongst all of this was, number one, that they didn't come and perform, but number two, that uh, typically in festivals in Africa, headline acts usually come super, super late to the time that they were scheduled to come on, or like what happened this weekend, they don't show up at all. So there was a lot of conversations going on around that, and I wanted to quickly just gather thoughts from you guys. Maybe you've experienced it. Um, I mean, you know, artists are never really going to come out on time. You know, that, yeah. that, that's just wishful thinking. Do you know what I mean? But coming out five hours later than your scheduled time or not showing up at all can rub fans up the wrong way. And yeah. when we look at the world that we live in now, especially within music, entertainment, it's a very fan-based industry. Mm. So you don't want to be pissing fans off. There was also a narrative around the fact that these artists are doing this to predominantly Africans, people who yeah. people who kind of um, arguably love and support them the most. Yeah, the reason why they were able to grow outside of the continent, right? Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of discussion, a lot of conversation um, around this debacle. I know you're looking at some stuff here, yeah. Kwame, so yeah. I don't know if you want to provide any more context. I do from the great award-winning website, GhanaWeb.com, <laughs> uh, which, which actually, uh, I, I heard some numbers earlier on Twitter about 60,000, that's not true, but um, people were waiting 12 hours for WizKid. Doors opened at four, and and the worst thing is that it wasn't like a, a um, uh, an announcement that had reached through the t management team or he was tweeted. Do you, you know how people know it's time to go home? Because the technical staff started disassembling the equipment on stage. <laughs> So, like, uh, a local, like, Questy Frimpong came and started, like, <laughs> taking off all the mixers and the mics, and they were like, yo, big, now it's time. it's time. Now yeah. it's time. So people were excitedly had waited 12 hours. Wow. And it's like, yo, like, maybe at 9 o'clock someone could be like, oh, we're running late, or he might not come through. Like, I always think with those situations, like, you, ha you, you, ha you have to be people of your word, right? And just... Like, he knew he wasn't coming at a certain time, isn't it? But the worst thing, so obviously, you know, WizKid, and I believe this is going to be, going to, to GhanaWeb.com, this is going to be his d debut live show in Ghana. And um, he's really b respected in Accra, and him and Burnham Boy have an affinity, and sometimes they say things that makes you think they're almost like pro-Ghana a lot more than you would think they should be. WizKid's got the famous song, Sexy Girl from Ghana, all this stuff. and Slapper. It big chicks. And it's like, it's like, yo, like, but why, 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 why have you done that here? And then even worse, you could see, you, you, maybe you could say it's a one-off. But in Ivory Coast, in the capital, um, Abidjan. Abidjan, he did the same thing. And apparently there was a bit different because I haven't heard about what happened in Ghana. But apparently in Ivory Coast, he was, him and his team were paid in full. And he was like, <laughs> yep, I'm good. He, even day before after what happened in the cry, he doesn't want to make amends somehow. And I, I like I've seen the video. Apparently, it was during that time he should have been on one of these shows where him and his crew were just living life on the PJs. Bro, look at it. look look looking at. I haven't got a care in the world. <laughs> now me, 
I'm just hoping that like they would have the same energy for a show at London's O2 or New York's New York's like Madison Square Garden. I think sometimes you get to a level where you think you're almost like above your own people, but you want to appeal to the new crowd. You understand? Like um, so that, that so like that that, that that was quite disheartening and you know you like yeah thank you for introducing that in such a smooth way and Kieran as a as a as a man of many talents and who loves music and and who also I believe um, secured tickets to a kids show what, what what are your thoughts on this in London obviously but what are your thoughts on this um, I think it's always a shame when artists don't come out and perform for their for their fans but there, was there like a reason as to why they didn't. Is there like, because I just saw King Promises' um, apology on, on Twitter. He, he, he said something about safety. Something about um, sa- sa- safety. Yeah. The the the, the safety wasn't um, promised or, or secured <laughs> to hit the level it sh- should have been. It's like, well, bruv, at four a.m. Yeah, like you knew, like you, yeah. you knew when I wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could have told me like five <laughs> hours earlier. Like, what was man doing? Just like basing off in uh, in in Accra. Chilling, <laughs> yeah, but like, and it was, it was no issue about like about travel. Apparently, him and his team were already in Ghana a couple of days before, fam. So, it wasn't like they any flights or anything. I don't know, yeah, it's a real shame, man. It's a real shame, especially when you have fans in a crowd waiting and uh, anticipating for an artist to come on stage and for five hours. Like, at what time do you go, yo, do you know what? I'm going home. Like, how long would you man actually wait for an artist before they came on? Because for, for me, <laughs> depending who it is, I don't know if I'm waiting five hours, bro. I don't know if I'm waiting five hours. I probably would have read the signs at, like, hour two and a half. I would have been yeah, looking around yeah, and been yeah. like, big man, I don't think he's coming out, you know. I would have stayed yeah, till three, yeah. and then three, three, three and a half hours, I'm gone. Like, five hours, I'm not staying around for them to tell me it's cancelled. That's terrible, man. That's awful. But you know what, though, yeah? I do feel as though, you know, typical me, there's always a side to stories. Story to... Uh, I don't know, I'm tired. It's Monday. Um, I don't think these guys would intentionally disrespect their fans. And I can't speculate as to why... What the what the reasons that we don't know yeah. are as to why well, they... Two sides to the story, right? Yeah, two sides to stories. Exactly what I was trying to say. Fucking hell. Um, so... I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, there must have been some stuff behind the scenes. Was it poor organization? I don't know about you guys, but I've been to many a poorly organized festival before. Yeah. Remember one in Toronto? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There was was this this one in Toronto, which was like advertised as some sort of dance hall... <laughs> uh, situation. Uh, was to be there. Who else was supposed to be there, Abby? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. I think even um, Abby's in the building. Yeah. What is his name? Corey Priscilla. Popcorn. Oh yeah, I think just just a lot of good artists. But we went the first day because the first day Burnaby was going. But even the first day was just like. A mess. The way the fences were set up, the it was just a mess. And then we didn't trust to go on the second day, so we didn't go. And then we heard that they just changed the whole location of the vest- festival, like a few hours beforehand, to a whole other place. And then eventually, none of these artists even showed up. So it was just wow. 
Fire festival things. You know what? Because <laughs> I've heard, I've even heard stories from this summer about like festivals in the Netherlands where the organization was a madness. So it, it's 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 kind of like, I think on paper these things are sounding super easy to do, and so you might be a, you might be an entrepreneur. You might want to say, do you know what? Like, let me find out how much it costs to book a Wizkid or a King Promise or whoever it may be. I'm going to do the maths and see if I can recoup my money and then some. Oh, yeah, yeah, bruv, this bangs. This is a sick business case. Da, 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 da. But then the actual execution yeah. of bringing this thing to life is a completely different thing. And I think that's part of the reason as to why we're seeing instances like what happened this weekend. Because, again, like, I'm not a festival, festival organizer, but a lot of the people that are going into things, and we saw it firsthand with that documentary, the Fire Festival documentary, mm. where it's someone who has a dope idea, um, sees an opportunity, but can't necessarily bring that thing to life. Yeah, I think there's, I think that's becoming more and more frequent now. And you know what? Like the artists, the artists don't necessarily have a um, a way of checking, or their teams don't necessarily have a way of checking the authenticity of the people behind these things, mm. unless it's unless it's established, a it? like a Live Nation or something like that. You know, so. You know, they'll hear a bag and they'll get a contract in place. Like, yeah, of course, like, turn up for an hour, get paid this much, cool. But they're not necessarily, well, to my knowledge, they're not necessarily going to have the background as to who this person is or who's actually organising it. And I think that's where fans are being affected. Yeah, you're right. I think it's the, it probably lies in the hands of the organisers and the promoters of, of these, like, concerts way more than it does the artist. I think... Putting on a show is a hard is a hard thing. Like, not only do you have to ensure people's safety, you got to make sure that there's like the sound is good, the stage in which the artists are going to perform on art is is stable. And I think what these promoters might do, I don't know. As as you said, yeah, if I'm not a promoter, I'm not a not a festival owner yet. <laughs> but um, um, they might they might spend a lot of money on these artists to attract people to come. And then scrimp and save on like the necessities to make the actual concert yeah. run smoothly. Um, I, I I can't remember what what concert it was in the UK, but it was summer last year and Kalani was performing. And oh, was it like <coughs> Peter Simkin was talking about Some, like, something like that? Peach or, something yeah. like that. I don't like, and I think people had a very very bad experience going to that concert and. That that doesn't bode well for people that are trying to like put on these like events, because if you can't provide the artist with the platform or the stage in order for them to give their best performances, then number one, you're going to lose the trust of the artist. <clears throat> you're also going to put the artist in jeopardy as well, because you know, like the layperson isn't going to look at it and be like, "Oh, the concert was shit." You'll be like, "Oh, the the artist wasn't doing their thing," or "I couldn't hear them," or the sound was shit or this and whatever. So I think it's like, it's a tough one, isn't it? Like for people that organizers of events anyway. So I don't know what happened yesterday. I don't know, but hopefully the guys that did put it out or, or did put it on can move forward and provide some sort of better um, experiences for people because I, I would hate to have paid money, gone to a show. And wait five hours for them to be told, "Oh, this is not happening." Like, are they? Are you going to refund everybody? I remember. I remember. Yes. I remember. Um, Rolling Rolling Loud had people's money in a vice grip for two years because of COVID. It was so funny. Like, um, was it Rolling Loud? Or was it Afro Nation? Uh, it was Rolling. It, it was Rolling. It might have been both, but I think it was Rolling Loud Portugal, and it was for the 2020 summer one. I even I bought tickets for that one. Obviously, COVID happened. Rolled over again. And then, like, they offered... I think they offered, like, half the money back or, like, tickets to the next... I can't remember, but it, it, it will rub people out the wrong way and they won't want to go and put their money in their pocket or put their hand in their pocket to give money to these these festivals. So, yeah, so, so I think you've got to spend money on the, on the organisation of... Of, of these things. I, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's basically like just, uh, it's like a trade-off, right? Like you want to make sure that the that the acts are more 
professional and that the the bookings, the the people that are booking the festival are more, uh, yeah, they don't want to cut quarters on important things. And speaking of trade-offs, this allows me to break off to my next, uh, or our next subject. Abby's looking this at me like, what's this random brother talking about? Well, 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 America and Russia, not for the first time, struck a deal. Um, so the famed WNBA uh, player, Brittany Griner, who's been in Russian prison for nine months, and she got held at the customs over a, a vape pen. And, yeah, um, has... Oh. Context: Why was she in Russia? What was she doing? I think playing. I think she played. Yeah, she played, played, played basketball there. She, I think she has two teams, and I think her second team is plays in Russia. If 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 she, oh, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, she is finally home. Joe Biden has been campaigning for months, but it wasn't out of the goodness of Russia's heart. There was a deal. There was a prisoner exchange, which I've maybe I've heard of before, but it left me for a while. So I always think of this stuff is a bit crazy. Uh, so she was exchanged because. Uh, Russia let her go to the US and the US let uh, a, a merchant of war, apparently, called Victor Bout, who Nicolas Cage um, put, um, portrayed in a film in the early 2000s called A Lord of War. Yeah. You haven't watched it, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy has a legacy. So th there were some complaints uh, because also there's also been a Marine captive that's been there since 2000. And, I don't know, let me not say how long, but he's been there for some years, let's say. And they were upset that they weren't able to get him home in a package. And it's just funny, not funny, but it's quite interesting that Russia have, have um, so someone that has had years of being like a war merchant and s s selling bombs and guns and packages of weapons to Afghanistan, Iran, all these, and also America. So a war merchant has been exchanged for a basketball player. Some people have had their, like, their takes on that from a commentary and a so social perspective. Um, and I kind of think it's like, it's kind of like a legacy thing, right? So like Joe Biden, whatever happens, is going to have speak about one of these things, how he fought for an American's freedom, how he like, stood up to Russia. But someone could be like, well, there was an international, uh, international uh, man of war or crime that you just had in your midst. And I don't know, it's quite interesting. Like It's mad because even the, the reason Brittany Griner was detained was she had CBD oil oh, yeah, that's it. in a and, vape yeah. and was sentenced to nine years yes, yeah, yeah. of hard labor yeah. in a Russian prison. Yeah. She had to cut off her drugs. in America. Yeah, yeah. Because the prison was so cold. Bruh. Like, do you know how, how mad that is? Yeah. So you compare that to the crimes of my man. He was in jail, I believe, for seven to 25 years sentence yeah, yeah. in the U.S., it's like Russia for, got the deal of the century. For, for arms trafficking, money laundering, and conspiring to kill Americans. He spent 14 years prior to you in a U.S. jail. Goodness me. Yeah, uh, it looks. It sounds like Russia got the the better end of that that deal. But 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 then there's also been reports that America for a long time was speculating, and they had no um, they had no ID checks on this man, and it was like they assumed a man had been doing this stuff, but they had not because he was so hard to like get a hold of. They had no, like, that. maybe that's something from the other side, but apparently people are saying, sorry, um, the other side that, like, oh, yeah, like, America just gambled. Like, they were like, this, this could be a nobody. I'm not sure if that's the case, but it's quite interesting. This is wild. Do you know what? I feel like, first of all, I'm very happy Brittany Griner's mm -hmm. back in the States because I can only imagine what it must feel like to land, touch down, wherever you touch down, which airport, I don't know. I'm going to assume Moscow. That's big city in, yeah. in Russia, capital even. Ready to go play some, shoot some hoops. Man. Yeah, <laughs> your job. Only to be detained, and then sentenced to nine years in yeah. jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't forget, as a, a mixed-race woman, black-faced and lesbian, so like, there's all things that are going your way in a in a land where. Bro, I, I'm definitely no expert on the world's toughest prisons, but I cannot imagine for one second. That prison in Russia is is any sort of safe no, haven. No, no, Do you know what I mean? No, no, it's no. definitely ain't no, uh, no cozy jail in in Norfolk, fam. <laughs> which is a city outside of the UK. Well, I can only assume it's comfortable. You would hope so, wouldn't it? You would hope so. Yeah. But what kind of PlayStation though? Two or five? PlayStation Four. Oh yeah. Okay. PlayStation Four. Yeah. yeah. Netflix things. Um. So first of all, I'm I'm very happy she's home. The thing that was really interesting to me is I saw. I don't follow Kim Kardashian, just like disclaimer off the 
the jump. There were um, rumours that you were a big fan still, so thank you for clarifying. I, I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to lie. I came home the other day and Abby was watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So he put you under the bus, hasn't he? That's what happens. So, uh, to get back to it, Kim Kardashian reposted a tweet that said, why can't the US do the same with its own citizens now? Mm. Like, all the people that are sitting in jail for weed-related crimes, where weed is now legal in those states, mm. why can't you free the man and girl them here yeah, now? Yeah, so, yeah. so for me, it's kind of opened the floodgates a little bit because it's like, it's a really, it's a really great area. Mm. Because you freed this person, Brittany Griner, which in my opinion deserved to be freed, but off the back of their name. So now, what about all of these nameless people, yeah, so to speak, yeah, yeah. who are in jail now for crimes that they've committed, where mm. like a misdemeanor crimes, bro? At the at the end of the day, there's a whole generation of um, of people yeah. stuck behind bars in America uh, for, as you said, misdemeanor crimes that were made illegal during the eighties. Was it eighties? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah. Ronald yeah. Reagan. So it's like. And a lot of a lot of those people who uh, were sent sent to prison were were black, like from black or even from um, minority groups. And you've got a whole generation of young boys and girls growing up without their fathers, their father figures. And the the, the thing is about America, as we know, is that the prisons the prison system is a business. Do you know what I mean? Like, people get... The, biz, the the prisons get paid a lot of money from the government to ensure that the, that the prisons are full. And I think if they match their quota, they get X amount of money per year or per annum. And it's something that I don't think... Yes, they should change, but I don't think they're going to change anytime soon because it makes so much fucking money. It's like a trillion-dollar business. And I know we're talking about human rights and what people, like should should deserve but i just find that the 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 policies and the government government's rules in in the state sometimes can be it's not going to be for the people it's, for, it's it's a capitalist nation they just want to like ensure that that money is going back into the the system i think <laughs> that sometimes these things are a little bit too, uh, not blockbuster, but a little bit ridiculous. So not only have the lives of these people been turned upside down because of like a political game, like Roy Rushman they won, American they won, right? Mm -hmm. But there was a there was a passing, bro, like on tarmac, on in and out, in after sorry about to go in the different private jets. Victor Bow and Brittany Griner crossed paths and said hello. Like, do you have to? And it was filmed. Oh. Like, do you? Like, come on, it's not filmed. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. Like, where was Nicholas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, exactly. yo. He was playing Brittany Griner. Like. And after, like, apparently, apparently, yes. And apparently, Victor was like, yeah. You know, like, I wish the good luck. Like, thank you, Victor. But the the. There should be no room for, for you lot to have a conversation. They'd be like, oh, that's a bit fucked up, isn't it? Like, hey. like, <laughs> like so no, bro. I think that's a little bit, little bit. Do you know what's mad, yeah? Do you know what's mad when you think about it? Like, if I'm Brittany Griner and I'm I'm looking at the brother that they've released me for, I'm like, was my my crime so heinous? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like war, this, 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 war this, criminal. This, this only person in Russia were like, yeah, we, we can make a deal. CB, CBD oil, war crimes, bro. bruv. Bro. Like, the levels bro. Are, the are ridiculous. In the conference seedings, yeah. war crimes. <laughs> like, man, like... Victor? Yeah. Man like Victor is, is definitely number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brittany yeah. Griner's, bro, she's she's tanking right yeah. now. She's, she's <laughs> tanking. Nowhere near the playoffs. <laughs> bro. Nowhere near the playoffs. So, I just think it was, yeah, just a bit extreme, but then it's yeah. also, also, for, also we live in a world of social commentary where everyone has an opinion. Oh my gosh, America, this is dis disgraceful. This, this, this. Yeah. But Brittany Griner is free. Like, there's, some, there's something in that, you understand? Like, be up, like, you could have your political, um, um, values or what have you, but a woman was overseas for CBD oil with a vape pen for nine months and about to get nine years. There's a little, Trust me. a little triumph that she's able to come home and yeah. be with her family. 
than yeah. the rest of her life, and just before Christmas. Like I think sometimes we, we I'm learning that we can be so partisan and so tribal. It can be Republican, Democrat. It can be men versus women. It can be black versus white. You understand? Even even a little point that they don't go there, but we can go there. Like, uh, I was we we, we were watching the football and Harry Kane missed that second penalty to and England went out. And then a lot of messages were like, oh, Harry, you know, great. Oh, for, thank you for all your service. We'll get them next time. And some people, black and white, were like, bruv, what happened to Rashford and Saka? It's like, I hear you, but I, I don't think people were the problem, innit? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not all of them. But you understand, like, I think sometimes we have to let things lie, and this is that, and that is this. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I so agree, it, but not, then my, my only counter to that is that I think when you have people talking on the other side, is that they've felt a certain type of injustice and are still clearly hurt by that. So then when they see a different energy for somebody else who yeah. doesn't maybe look like them, talk like them, act mm-hmm. like them, they're like, where's the same energy? Yeah. I, th- I think it's the whole where's the same energy thing. Yeah, that's because it. That's it. If, if, you know, if you've been affected by something yeah. because of a characteristic that you have that I don't, yeah. and then I fuck up, but then no one gets on to me, it's like that's not fair. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, it's it's more yeah. like a cry for equality, yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. If 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 that's fair to say. Yeah, I don't it's think just, the internet like... ever keeps the same energy though. Bro, it doesn't. The, the internet never the it. internet never keeps the same the same energy, bro. Like, and I think it's just because of your experiences. Media. You your media, me- yeah, your media doesn't at all. Um, I was looking at, and I know we spoke about football earlier, but I was looking at signed on Twitter earlier on today and there was the player ratings for the England team and the Sun <clears throat> yeah the Sun had rated uh, Saka like a 5 or something like that when like he didn't have a bad game bro he, he really didn't have a bad game in fact he's probably like he was probably like our most threatening player on that pitch but then, and he also won a penalty right, for England to equalise. Right, but in the same breath, uh, there was uh, a ratings done by Le Keep, which is um, a French media outlet, who like, probably the most prestigious. Yeah, yeah. that that cover football, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And they rated Saka a seven, and it's like, where's your agenda? You can see the agenda in it. It's like, I I, I hear that, but then. Could it be the? Could it that just be the 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 the, the mindset of like two different um t- two different journalists? Because me and you watch the same game and have different opinions about the performance of Jude Bellingham or, or Griezmann, right? True, very true. However, when the Sun is uh, renowned yeah, for, it, it has a history. It has, a history. <laughs> it has its history. Yeah, you're um you're gonna you're gonna look at it and be like, well, I know what you like. I know you're trying to do something here. And it, it's, it, it sounds and feels a little bit facetious, but um, I don't know if that's the right word, actually. But, um, yeah, it sounds like it's wrong. So, so are we, what are our thoughts about the media in, in, this, in this particular conversation? Um, woefully, no, in this particular, uh, okay. In this uh, occasion, I think, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I basically think, like, the, 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 the media know what like gets the people going in they they know in terms of the image or the headline um to be fair the what was used for Harry Kane was a bit tame there was a lot of oh Harry next time but I think a lot of times it's like a lot of times let me say they can be a lot or quicker to find um the villain in in someone like someone that missed fair, Mr. Fair. Penalty oh Bukayo Saka these these young inexperienced lads or, or, or maybe what they'll do is that like the, the, on the Monday they'll talk about them boys missing a penalty but then the next week later J- Jaden Sancho blinged out um, blinged out mansion or, or brand new Bentley it's like yeah he earned a lot of money he's able to legally buy a Bentley what's the crime like he still pays taxes and and hasn't got speed and fans, you understand? So, but in 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 in, in, in this instance, I I wouldn't say they've they've overstepped the mark, but I, a lot of times I feel like they kind of want to because it sells, it gets them viral. Like so, if, I also think the the media is man like now just come through. Huh? Man like now just come through. Oh, man like now. What's he saying? He says welcome. I also feel like the media is. Woefully, woefully, um, under uh, under uh, underrepresented 
in terms of diverse. So a lot of times you only hear one train of thought, which can lead to like biased or headlines that are like, oh, did anyone did anyone really f- f- think this through? But but yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like what we're starting to see more though is like this insidious stuff. Yeah. So there was there was this whole conversation around England winning their first game six two. I said we wasn't going to talk about the World Cup, but we're back. No, it's more about the media, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> England won their first game 6-2. And five of the six goals were, bl- five of the six goals were black, right? Yes. And the, the one uh, non-black player to score, Jack Grealish, was front and centre of every... Yeah. Or most major outlets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that was really interesting because there was a lot of backlash from the internet, again, around that, call it sort of calling it out. And then even more so when they drew against USA, like a boring game, they weren't able to break them down. Then they used Bukayo Saka. Mm. Exactly. So mm. like, oh, England like could have win. Subconscious yeah. drip feeding of an idea or of an identity or of what success looks like yeah. or doesn't look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the... Those are the games we're starting to see a little bit more now. And I think, you know, we've had a number of conversations around media and impact on the masses. <coughs> But I do think that's where, you know, you see. Let's let's stick with Bukayo Saka. We see so many moments of him like owning his own narrative, right? Like whether it's the spelling challenge on TikTok where he's messing around with yeah. his, his his mates, or that clip of him like so wholesomely asking Beckham. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what did he? The, the Beckham was like a training session, and he said, "Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but could I get a picture, please?" He, so Beckham was talking to Jack Grealish. Yeah. And <laughs> Bukayo Saka comes up to him and says, sorry, Beck, sorry to interrupt. Do you mind if I get a picture? And it's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's do this. So I think stuff like that really warms people's hearts and like makes those who are kind of like aware know that, you know, this is our guy, yeah. so to speak. And I think the media's... What we're starting to see more is like a lot of these desperate attempts for, as you said, they know what gets the people going, mm. like to sell newspapers or to get clicks. But I don't know how much longer we'll see that lasting. Mm. Like the more these athletes, entities, artists, whoever it may be, like own, continue to own their narrative, I'm not too sure. I think people will start to side more with the, the talent than the, than the media. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. No, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think, like, um, <clears throat> the media, as you say, have a very insidious way of painting a picture that isn't necessarily true. And what I was, I was thinking whilst you were talking just now, and I was just like, you know what, yeah? <laughs> England is predominantly white. So the fact that the sun puts... Jack Grealish or Harry Kane on the front page of their papers. To me, because I know what the media is, I'm like, cool, like, it is whatever. However, I do know the games that they're playing, which makes it very difficult as a person of colour, a black person, a black man, to, like, sit and be like, yeah, this country's for me. (laughs) When there's certain pockets of it that just do not, reflect our reality as well. Do you know what I mean? I have... I know we're, we're you know, we're, we're engaging in conversation. I have a question, and I don't mean to put you guys on the spot with this question, but I'm just curious to hear your first answer. Wow. Yeah? You ready? You going to entertain me with this? I'm going to entertain you. Oh, sure. I don't know if I'm going to answer it, though. Okay. <laughs> now, go on. Very simple question. Yeah. Do you guys love the UK? Do you love England? <laughs> well, off the top of my head, yes. Why? Because it's the place I'm from in terms of I was raised here, I was born here, I have family here. It shaped my 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 life, it shaped my experiences, it shaped my outlook on the, on the world. However, uh, I would say with a pinch of salt that I grew to also feel a type of animosity to it 
because of the way in which the country that I'm from treats the people that helped make it to what it is. So, yeah, I do love this place. Of course I do. Like, my friends, my family, my home is here. However, it can also feel like you're in a space where you don't, where you're not welcome because of some ideologies and how certain people think about you based off the colour of your skin. Very succinct people, my friend. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. When he said it, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, would yeah. say, I would say ultimately I, I love it because it's my, my, my home, my ultimate form of home. Like, I love GH, but I never feel the same as when I go back to Deptford or what have you, my family. All, 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 um, a lot of people that I love are from there, have great experiences there. But, um, yeah, like, it's weird because I never feel like... It's weird because, like Kieran said, identity-wise, whatever I do is never, ever going to be good enough, innit? Mm. I'm never going to be English enough because I'm too... I'm not white enough. Like, my... Um, people always ask me where I'm from, trying to get... Uh, all these things there, I I speak well, I act well, but it's it's always like surprise. Like, oh, come you speak really well. So, like, like what like what do you think? Like, yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up like I've <laughs> I've heard things and I've I'm now using them like like I can read books or what have you. Like, like I always think sometimes they try to make the most out of uh try to make the most out of smaller things, which means you you are only actually like reducing me in size, isn't it? Mm. In, in stature. Wow, you you do this really well. So I've done the same thing. I don't know. So um it's weird you say that because every time people were like, Oh yeah, Kwame, like when 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 are you playing? And they would assume England. I'm like, no, Ghana are playing tomorrow. Like <laughs> it, it felt weird and then when they when they play, when they played against when they played against that like, Senegal and there was no, like, you know when your team are playing and they almost concede, your heart will kind of drop. I never had that. I had that with Ghana. But it was only when England played France. I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I might as well support them, innit? It's it's weird feeling because I'm from there, but... I'm from there, but to a lot of people, I don't belong there. And I think in my heart of hearts, I know that I don't. You understand? Oh, interesting, yeah. What about you, yeah? It's painful. Yeah, no, of course I do, man. Um, similar similar points as, as you, Kieran. Like, it's, it's home, innit, mm. ultimately. It's home, and specifically when we talk about London, like London, there, there's no, there is no place in the world like London. I, I, I will challenge anybody to find a place that is, is the, the melting pot that is London City. Do you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I do, and I, you know, there's no, nowhere is really perfect. The thing that I, that annoys me the most about the UK, is that there is so much potential, for continuity mm. in the country mm. but there's just like all of the divides are, are really stupid if that makes sense like it's really it's really silly divides it's 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 like bro you know if if i'm if i'm in a discussion with someone who has like extreme views on immigration it's like bro let's look at the history of immigration in the uk <coughs> and let's see what the benefits of immigration have been first of all right let's Someone might say, go back home. It's like, all right, cool. If we want to break down that sentence of, of you saying go back home to a person of colour, let's really look into that. So I think a lot of these backward ideas of, you know, race, immigration, these types of things, with a little bit of education could bring a lot of people yeah. together. Yeah. And I think it shouldn't just be every two years when England play in a major yeah, tournament. Yeah, bring, yeah. We bring people together and then we break away as soon as the yeah. results don't go our way. I think that's just so typically yeah, British. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. come together when everything's <laughs> doing really well and as soon as shit hits the fan, you're not British, you're not this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, bruv, like we're, we're nowhere near as big as America, so it's, it could, in theory, be very easy to like come together. And, I, and you know, this isn't... I'm not, I'm not like inciting communism here. I'm not, I don't want everyone to have the same belief system, but I do think that there is so much... There is so much potential for a country like the UK to just come together in moments, and it's a shame when it's a shame when we don't. Mm. So, I love the UK, of course, but it can equally frustrate me. And you know, you hear about stories of people.
people go into Buckingham Palace and then being asked where you're from by 80-year-old women who obviously see black people in a very different light. Yeah. Um, that's another story. And maybe another conversation. That we'll yeah. have <laughs> um, but no, I do. And the reason I asked that was just to kind of get you guys' initial thoughts because I think if we asked a lot of black British people that we'd have really interesting answers. And really interesting reasons as to why. Yeah. But it is a question that makes you think because as you guys are speaking and I thought to ask it, I was like, do I? You know, like you actually <laughs> yeah, ask yeah, it yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? And yeah. I think that could be the same for a lot of the diaspora living in, in countries across Europe or across places where then they're, they're not necessarily the majority. So interesting conversations. I know we've covered a lot of different stuff today. We spoke about DABs. <laughs> We spoke about <laughs> bloodhounds. Yeah. Gosh. Um, all the essentials. All yeah, the essentials. Yeah, of life, a, yeah, exactly. It's exactly. a conversation and, exactly. um, you know, did the essentials go over your head or did you, did you, did you, did you get it? Oh, <laughs> no, because I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about another acronym. Because you didn't smirk at me. No, you know why? Because I was thinking about, because, like, um, Kieran was apparently um, MIA. In the other, and well, and then after, when he heard my thing, he, he, he probably wanted to give me an rest in peace one, an RIP <laughs> thing, innit? So, yeah, much love, and I oh, can't say BRB, so yeah. <laughs> LOL, we're going to end it. Here. Yeah, man, you've been listening Kieran, to the sound. You've been listening to your fun podcast with your boys, Kieran, Yaf, Stephen, and Kwame. Shout out to the boy who is not here, but he'll be back next week, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, later. Yo, yeah. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.